0: On today's podcast, I share my relationship tips, things to look for in a potential mate, and why you need to pray for your children's future spouses. Enjoy. I've begun praying for my son and daughter's future spouses. That's right, their future spouses. I'm divorced from their dad and I've had a couple of We'll just say unsuccessful relationships. So naturally, I want better for my children. At the tender age of 15, I remember my daughter shared that, and I'm quoting her, the purpose of dating is to find a potential spouse. Powerful words from a 15-year-old. I now call it dating with intention. If you don't have children to pray for but are single, here are some tips I've learned over the years Of course, it's my female perspective, but it can easily be applied to men as well. Number one, know whose you are. Only then you'll know who you are and what you are worth. Think about this. If Jesus loves you so much that he died for you, that alone explains your worth as an individual. Be confident in that. The Bible says that we are to love the Lord our God with all our heart, with all our soul, with all our mind, and with all our strength. It also says in Matthew 6, um, just a verse from the famous Sermon on the Mount, but first and most importantly, seek his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. We need to put God first always, not just when it's convenient, not just when we're sad, Ultimately, God knows what's best for us. He knows our past, present, and future. And when we truly love God, we can truly love ourselves. And only then will you be able to love your future spouse. Do you love God enough to trust him, even if it means being steered away from what you think you want? Number two, lean into people that truly love you and want the best for you. They've seen you at your best, and they've seen you at your lowest. They may be able to see characteristics in the individual you're dating that you may not see. They say love is blind for a reason. Number three, learn from your past relationship mistakes. I know, I know, this may be difficult, but consider what role you may have played in the demise of it. Don't beat yourself up over it either, but do take responsibility for your role. It takes two to make or break a relationship. No one is perfect, and we all have our faults. When you know better, you will do better. Number four, know exactly what you're looking for in a potential partner. This is super, super important. Make sure you meet your equal. You need someone who is on the same level as you spiritually. If God isn't the center of their lives and is the center of yours, you need to consider that. You want someone who is emotionally and mentally your equal. You want someone who is your equal in the amount of work they're willing to put into the relationship. The relationship will not work. I promise you it will not work if one wants marriage and the other does not. Relationships take a lot of work, but if it's the one, it'll all be worth it. Number five, make sure to fill each other's emotional tank equally. In the past, I've given way too much emotionally and physically and was left depleted. Meanwhile, the other individual walked away with their emotional tank completely full and ready for their next relationship. Make sure your contributions are equal. Do not give more than you receive. Number six, a man or a woman will show you who they really are. Pay attention, don't think you can change them. Listen to what they say. Watch what they do. Pay attention to their behavior. You know, who are their friends? How is their relationship with their mom and their dad? It's not your job to change or fix them. It is not your job. Don't waste your time. Number seven, your partner should be adding to your life with love, effective communication, and reciprocity. I'm addressing... I'm going to address the men now. Some men aren't able to or aren't willing to pour back into a woman's life. Over time, it'll deplete the woman. And when she finally does meet the one, she may not have much love to give. It'll take some work, but you can get your emotional tank full again. Number eight, early in the dating process, make sure you set healthy boundaries. If they are not respected, that person is not for you. Number nine, piggybacking on number six, do not make excuses or ignore their questionable behavior. Is a man? If a man is always badmouthing his ex and claims that he's, he was a victim, girl, just run. Again, again, it takes two people to make or break a relationship. Always be vigilant because the signs will always be there. Number 10, if a man only wants sex from you, he doesn't want a committed future with you. I mean, why would he buy the cow when he could get the milk for free? (laughs) Ladies, don't fall for the lie that having sex sex with whomever and whenever you want makes you a feminist or a strong independent woman. It doesn't. It will never lead you to the happiness and freedom you think it will. It will eventually leave you empty empty and lonely, and possibly questioning your self-worth. Number 11. Ladies, again, do not settle for just love. Yeah, I said it. Don't settle for just love. If he tells you that he loves you, but he's cheating on you, or if he tells you that he loves you, but treats you as a maid or a servant, no. If he tells you that he loves you, but not enough to marry you and make you his wife, he's not the one for you. The right one will love you and he will show you and he will want to make you his wife. He will love you and speak life into you. He will love you and make your life better, not worse. And if you have children, he will love you and your children. Number 11, very important. Do not give your toxic ex a second chance. They haven't changed. And the relationship will only be wor- be worse than it was the first time around. Number 12. This ties in with number 10. Don't create a soul tie with a man or woman who doesn't have a plan for you in their life. Be- women, before you give your body, heart, soul, and mind to a man, ask them what their plans are for it. Once a soul tie has been made, most women are making long-term plans in their head with this man. Oh, she has them married, having children, living that happily ever after. Meanwhile, Mr. Man may be sleeping with other women and is totally on a different page than you. And marriage can be the last thing on his mind. Number 13. Ladies, keep your standards high. If a man is upset by your standards, it's because he can't meet them boom, I said it. And as I said before, don't settle. You may be single for a while, but don't let the loneliness make you lower your standards. For example, after my divorce, I was um, unemployed. I was an unemployed mom of a eight and 10 year old. My ex had completely cut us off financially. And it was one of the most challenging times of my life. Yet and still, it was also one of the best times of my life. I prefer to struggle on my own and be at peace than to be married and miserable. I kept my standards high, and I did not go back to my ex. As a parent, I hope you can understand why it's so important to pray for your children's future spouses. We want our children to be respected, supported, and cared for and loved. When praying for your children's future spouse, Pray that God will send them someone who loves God with all their heart, soul, mind, and strength. And as for the single, ladies and gentlemen, if you are honest with yourself, you just may want the very same thing for yourself, and that's okay. Have a wonderful week, and remember to date with intention. Thank you for joining me on another episode of the Philosophy Friends in Food podcast. Remember, when you know whose you are, you know who you are. Have a great week and make sure to subscribe.